Welcome to Few Minute Motivation. I'm your host, Corliss, and this short solo episode is meant to inspire, encourage, and motivate you. I recognize that sometimes you may only have a few minutes, so I've created Few Minute Motivation to make those few minutes count. Thanks for listening. Hello again, everyone. I know it's been a while since we published an episode, but it's only because we've been working on something really awesome and we are on a mission to get it to you as soon as possible. If you're ready to change direction, you need some help getting motivated to get started, or if you really want to get that fire within you burning brightly again, then this new offer is for you. Make sure to head to my website at corliss.ca now, join the email list. That way you'll be in the know when it's ready for you. I have been so lucky to have some amazing coaches, teachers, and mentors in my life. Some I knew and some I didn't, but all of them helped shape me into who I am today. And before I pass this advice on to you, I want to share a story as to why I'm sharing this. I was about 45 years old when the reality set in that life was passing by really fast. My kids were soon not going to need me, my career wasn't as exciting anymore, and I wanted more, but I didn't know where to start. I had heard Oprah talk about a turning point in her life. It was when she was 50 years old and she realized that she had most likely lived more of her life than she had left to live. Whoa, light bulb moment. I had been feeling kind of dead inside at this point. Nothing was lighting me up and I was just going through the motions. It just wasn't enough. Sometimes these moments in life prove to bring the biggest breakthroughs because it forces us to look within. That's what I was doing. How could I get my spark back? What was my purpose now? Did I even have one or was this it for my life? In my reflections around this, I came to the realization that I was afraid of being middle-aged because I had no idea what I wanted it to look like. I had never thought about it. As a little girl, I dreamed of getting married and having a family and a career. I also had an unwritten vision of what later years would look like. Hopefully, I'd be wealthy enough to be traveling, relaxing, and enjoying life. But the in-between was gray, and suddenly I found myself in it, lost, confused, and kind of without purpose. I didn't want to ignore it any longer. There just was no time to waste on that. I had been feeling sad about how much of my life had ended, and that although I was still alive and well, there was very little that would light me up for any period of time. In my book, I talk about the moment it all changed. Nothing was different on the outside, but everything was on the inside. I realized that although my kids were now independent, my career and my business were stagnant, and I was middle-aged, that I still had a lot of life to live, and I had way more to give, and I could do that for other people. I had more time, more money, experience, and skill, and now I was free to use it to help other people. I realized that that saying that goes, if I knew then what I know now, was actually here. I knew things now that I didn't know when I was younger, because only life experience can give you that, and I could use what I'd learned to help others. In this moment, purpose was found again, and it is why I'm here sharing some of these lessons with all of you. This brings me to number one of the best advice I've ever received. We have two lives The second begins as soon as you realize that you only have one.
When I heard this, it took me back, to be honest. So many people at times, myself included, take time and life for granted. It's so easy to live under the false pretense that there is an unlimited amount of time and it isn't until something happens to wake us up that we realize life is fragile and to be fully lived. Don't wait for health to fail, to lose someone you love, for your kids to grow up, your company to downsize, or tragedies to strike before you become present to live your life full out. Secondly, purpose is not connected to your job or any role that you may play in your life. It might feel like it is, but if you place your sole purpose on a title or a position, when that ends, you will feel a loss of purpose as who you are and what you are here for are connected to that. I've learned that who we are as individuals is purpose enough and that purpose can be created by bringing the best of you to everything that you do. The third piece of advice I'm still working with, you'll never win unless you are willing to lose. People often watch other success stories in admiration thinking it's just that person and that somehow they were just blessed with opportunity and they are lucky that they were. But when you dig a little deeper, you will often learn that the road was paved with failures and uncertainties that they had to overcome. It is our own mindset about what's possible that makes life limited. And when thinking within limits, Fear dominates your life and you will never even begin. You have to be willing to lose in order to win. First, you have to have the vision and the dream, and then you can create the roadmap to get there. Number four could be number one. It's actually the first success principle. Take 100% responsibility for your life. Because when you do, you become empowered to create your own life experience. There will always be things that happen outside your control, but you always have a choice as to what you do with what happens. And when you don't like the results of a choice that you've made, you can always make a different choice and get a different, maybe even more favorable outcome. I understand if you resist the idea of being responsible for everything that's happened or is happening because often it's other people or other things we don't control affecting us. But I have learned that when you wait for someone else to make the changes in your life, you give up all your power to that person or that situation. By taking responsibility, you put the power back in your hands. Next, trust your instincts and pay attention to your inner knowing. It is guiding you. I went to Oprah's vision tour pre-pandemic, just before actually, and something she has said stuck with me ever since. She said that when people come to her and ask her for advice, she says, go within, you have your own answers. This was big for me because I often look to others for guidance instead of listening to my own inner knowing. I also had to learn to train my brain to slow down to even tap into my own answers. But when I did, sure enough, they were there and they are there for you too. This isn't to say that you don't want to listen or learn from others. They have wisdom and inspiration to offer you. Definitely stay open to that as there is always something to learn. But because this is your life and you're responsible for your own happiness, it's important to always reference your own answers as well. You can be your own expert. The next best advice, stop making life so hard, lighten up and enjoy the ride. Truthfully, I have to keep reminding myself of this one. With so many things happening in the world and being inundated with negative messaging, it's so easy to get pulled into how hard life is. But also, we can be our own worst enemy, making things harder than they have to be. 
I am currently stepping into a vision that is really big for me. I've been assessing it, talking with people about it that feel much wiser than me, getting all my ducks in a row, so to speak, and debating the decision what feels like a million times. As a matter of fact, the indecision has been torturing me. Finally, I decided I need to make a decision and I asked for guidance from the universe. I asked for a clear sign so I would know that I was doing the right thing. A few days after that request to the unknown higher power, I wandered over to the curtains in my living room. I had just woke up. I was sleepy-eyed and still in my pajamas when I felt something stick to my foot. I looked down and it was a random soul truth card. Now, I do own that deck of cards, but they're in my office across the house in an elastic band that I use to secure them. I picked up the card that was stuck to my foot and the message said, what if it was easy? I had to laugh because I had asked for a sign and I got a written message instead. It really couldn't have been more clearer than that. It was so incredibly timely that I couldn't ignore it. I had been making this decision so hard in my own mind. I was allowing fear to conquer me and I didn't even realize it. I was frantically gathering information to make a wise decision and the procrastination only made the fear build. I was making it hard in my own mind. But then... What if it was easy? A simple switch in mindset made all the difference. Is there anything that you're making harder in your own mind than it actually is? Perhaps it's achieving a goal or making a brave decision to change something or do something. Instead of allowing overwhelming obstacles to dominate your mind, ask yourself if it could actually be easy. Would you do it? And last but not least, Negative feelings are like the sun. They will pass, and until they do, don't give them too much energy. Honor how you feel by acknowledging them. You're human, and as you journey life, you will have ups and downs, highs and lows, and you'll feel happy and sad, angry or frustrated. But each and every emotion is special in its own way as it makes you who you are and makes your life worth living. Take care, and thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook, tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time, and I want to thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose, and be the leader you are meant to be.